The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And the Raider bandwagon is getting full, folks. Everybody's jumping on. Mainstream media, mom and dad, the dog, the cat, the hamster. What else can you ask for? That and more here on show 458. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have a Viva Las Vegas, Viva whatever. Yes, Vegas is calling, and Mark Davis, well, he's bending over, folks. <laughs> and you know what I mean. The fear begins. Yes, the force is strong this season, and other teams are already fearing the Raiders. The roster looks killer. We're going to talk about how our defense is going to shape the 2016 season. That and the bone line, and I'm sure I'm going to be ripped a ton, which I should be. But let me give you right now, off the tip of my head, the three top reasons that Rager Greg has been missing <laughs> in action. Number one, the Raiders moving. I'm bombed. I've been bombed. It's been a portion of my life. It's brutal. And anybody who goes every Sunday can understand it. Sorry. That's what has been happening to Raider Greg. I'm Raiders all day. But I'm kind of bummed. And the other thing is the staff of the Oakland Raiders does not see it fit to have me in the press anymore. Or on the field. Or anywhere for that matter. And that is brutal. Uh, and the reason for that is obvious. You know, there's a lot of media clamoring to get a seat there. Uh, whereas the last 11 seasons, it was like, well, crickets. So they, I was filler for a while, but now I'm not good enough. That really pissed me off. And I was like, well, fuck that. And, you know, like that. And the third and best reason I can tell you is I've been hurt. I've been on... Uh, on damage control here because my body has jacked up and I might have to go in and have some surgery. So that's no fun. So for all of you who didn't know or had no clue or kept asking, those are the reasons, the top three, of course. So enough of that bad shit. And let's get back to business, shall we? My first thing I really want to say here is happy birthday, belated birthday, to our owner, benefactor, and the spirit of the Oakland Raiders, Al Davis. Now, on his birthday this year, I could do nothing but reflect on his passion, his desire, and his ability to tell people exactly what he thinks. And he didn't hold back. And he told you he's moving to L.A., and that's what happened. <laughs> Mark Davis, unlike his father, Seems to be, be more fickle, and, uh, well, I don't want to get into it, but if you had the money, you could have the team, and that's basically how it works right now. Um, that might not might have been the same for Al. However, I just think the style is completely different, and Mark's lack of style is, well, it's tiring to say the least as a season ticket holder, but whatever. You know, there's nothing we can do about this situation, so we're not going to. But anyway, happy birthday, Al Davis, the renegade, the only one in this NFL to do so much with so little for so long and still not get the credit for it. I love it. He is our benefactor, the spirit of the Oakland Raiders. Man, happy birthday, Al. Just win, baby. I found this latest news real interesting. D'Angelo Hall is telling Kevin Durant not to be a Raider fan. Don't be a Raider fan, because the team, the team is horrible. They paid me an ungodly amount of money to sit on my ass and not produce. What a horrible organization. D'Angelo, or how I like to call him, Marshmallow Hall, 
could not adjust to the defensive scheme. He was worthless in the uh, man-on uh, coverage. He's only a zone guy. Single coverage is not his deal. And, well, for whatever it's worth, nice talking to DeMarshmello because you sucked ass while you were here and you got paid and you're talking shit. Bullshit, bro. Sit the hell down. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Yes, the Oakland Raiders, now the focal point of Las Vegas ownership, the casinos, um, all the big players are in for this because, real quite honestly, Las Vegas is drying up and blowing away. They have very, very poor attendance. The city is suffering a dramatic loss of income with uh, many, many casinos being open in California and other places across the nation. The Indian Casino has suffocated Las Vegas. And so they see this as a possible windstorm or a windfall of money, having fans come from across the world and see the Oakland Raiders play whoever. New this morning, casino mogul Steve Wynn says he wants the Raiders in Las Vegas. TMZ Sports talked to Mr. Wynn in Los Angeles and asked him about the possible move. How would you feel about a team like uh, the Raiders coming to Vegas? Or, love it. Or somebody like Absolutely that? Absolutely love it. Yeah? I'm really, really working hard to, to make sure that can happen if it's possible. Okay, all right. I'm really a big booster. I think having, having the Raiders in Las Vegas is the perfect thing to complement the city and to, uh, to give everybody a chance to come, another excuse to come to Las Vegas. <laughs> Well, Wynn goes on to say that he doesn't think any city is better suited for the team. He also says he has spoken with team owner Mark Davis. Wynn says he is trying to make it happen. Now, meanwhile, the Tourism Infrastructure Committee met this morning to discuss bringing the team to the Valley. And now developers estimate the cost to build a stadium is between $1.7 billion and $2.1 billion. Another new development, nine sites in the Valley are now being considered, not just four as previously thought. The committee still has to send its recommendation to the governor by July 28th, but it now wants to extend that deadline. The Raiders rep is asking for urgency. Well, that all sounds really good for maybe the first year. But after that, you know, people aren't going to want to come to Las Vegas to see the Raiders. This is the same debacle that happened to Al the very first time he moved the team to Los Angeles. And people were clamoring to get into the door. They were paying him left and right, and he took off. Well, here's the same situation. We have sold out yet again. This entire season of season tickets is sold out. You cannot get a seat unless it's in the secondary market, and that, I think, is precious. And to throw that away on a pipe dream of Las Vegas, to get a new casino or a new, new stadium, Mark will get there, then eventually sell the team and make a bunch of money and move to Miami or wherever with that haircut of his. As far as I'm concerned... Whatever, if it works out in Vegas, I'm happy. We don't mind flying to Vegas. I'd fly to Vegas. I'd have a good time in Vegas. It's just a shame that he can't keep his word and stay in one place. There's many fingers to be pointed in many directions. But now, even as I speak, San Diego is voting, actually, on the ballot to put a hotel tax of 16 cents on each room to bolster the opportunity to build a $1.8 billion monster in Southern California. Now, I know that uh, Al Davis would have not liked this idea, but I think maybe, perhaps, the Oakland Raiders and the San Diego Chargers, as funny as it may seem, might be able to work a deal to play in the same stadium. Who knows? I know it's AFC, AFC. I know it's a lot of complications, but the last person I would like to go and give money to is that asshole building a stadium in Los Angeles. He is the prick who didn't want us there in the first place. If I were Mark Davis, I'd shun that shit right away. But you know how Mark is. Mark wants the money. 
So bend over, Mo. Anyway, long story short, Vegas is tangible. Los Angeles was looking more tangible. And the possibility of them sharing a stadium with the uh, Chargers, which has not been brought up yet, let me say, just a pipe dream, just something I thought might work out for everybody concerned. There you go. Now, there's been a lot of banter about Ronnie Lott and, and Marcus Allen putting together ownership group here in Oakland. Well, let me say this. It has the, all the substance of a popcorn fart. There's nothing behind it and no money. There's nothing I see. And until you see it, it ain't happening. You can hear it all freaking day long, folks. But that's how it goes. So we could be looking at Vegas. That's fine with me. That'd be all right with me, too. Um, you know, it'd be easy to get a room. You wouldn't have to have too much trouble finding a spot to check it out. And the entertainment would be off the hook. So there you go, man. Um, Vegas would be my choice over L.A. all day long. All day long. That's me personally. I know the L.A. fan wants them to be there. But I just believe that it'll happen the same thing that happened last time. The Rams will disappear into the distance and the Raiders will be the team, which wouldn't be bad either. Um, and, and it wouldn't be bad for them to move to L.A. either. OK, honestly. But I think everybody have more fun in Vegas. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about that. is strong with this team. I'm talking defense, and I'm talking all day long. The 2016 Raiders are ready to instill fear and loathing in the NFL. This team, unlike teams of this decade, is full of talent that is driven and has a common goal as a team, and it has a different mindset then I can tell you, well, I don't need to tell you if you've been a fan of this team for very long. The defense of the Oakland Raiders will be feared, it will be nasty, and it will be something that other teams are not going to look forward to. Del Rio, Jack Baby, is all about this concept in football. Win, lose, or tie, make sure the other team is bruised, beaten, and bloodied, and know that they've been involved in a battle to the very end and last tick of the frickin' clock. And that, my friends, is the kind of defense we have in 2016. And of course, there's the addition of Bruce Irvin. What a beast. This guy can play, trust me. And he's got the wisdom to gather the youngsters in the locker room. Mac and Irvin, the combo, let me tell you, man, we're looking for some big-time trouble up in front. With Bruce Irvin's 5.5 sacks added to Khalil Mack's 15 of last season, that's a powerful punch in the front seven, boy, let me tell you. This defensive line is going to be brutal all day long, attacking, attacking, attacking. Now, with Reggie Nelson... And Sean Smith added to their backfield. The passing game is going to look very skinny this season for any team facing the Oakland Raiders. Combined with the fact that we have Malcolm Smith, uh, which has really recently compared Malk to Derek Thomas. We have a stacked defense, unlike last season, a learning defense in the second year of a defensive scheme that is all about dominance and pressure. The Oakland Raiders this year will dominate, pressure, and take the ball away more than they have in over a decade. The Oakland Raider defense is set up right now to be the dominant defense 
in the AFC West. Yes, I said it, over Denver, over Kansas City, and certainly over San Diego. The offenses of those teams, who knows? But I do know this. The Oakland Raiders defense will be feared by the third game of the season. I'm putting my name on it, and trust me, every team is going to have to plan big time how to play the Oakland Raiders. And with our offense scoring points and our defense ripping ass, let me tell you right now, the Raiders are looking good for 2016. With the top three picks in the draft, the Oakland Raiders went completely on the D. Carl Joseph's safety had a little injury. He should be fine for camp and be ready to roll by preseason. Now, safety position is a tough one to learn. However, speed is important, and Carl is a bullet. Very fast. And the other thing I like about this kid is he hits like a Mack truck, if you know what I'm saying. With the 14th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Carl Joseph, defensive back, West Virginia. I got to say, Lewis, I know you love him, John. (laughs) That reach of the Raiders, what a big hitting safety from West Virginia. Yeah, this kid to me is the best defensive back. I don't care if you're talking corner or safety in this draft because there's nothing he can't do. He can line line up down in the box. He has great pattern recognition, great fundamentals, great hands. He can play in the deep part of the field as far as high-pointing the football. And I'll tell you what, when you're talking about the running game and you're talking about hitting, there is nobody that absolutely delivers the hammer like this guy does. I mean, he is all over the field. He is a wrecking crew, a one-man wrecking crew who plays the position beautifully from snap to finish in all different disciplines. This is exactly what the Raiders need. They need to get that secondary straight. They're trying to ramp up the pass rush. They need a enforcer to go with some of the corners like Sean Smith that they signed in free agency. I love this move. This kid is supposed to be healthy when training camp rolls around. Cannot be happier for a guy like this. Well, they got to replace Charles Woodson. And to do that, you need a dynamic playmaker in the middle of your defense. I like the way this kid communicates in the back end. He has some clout when he hits him. And when you're playing safety, you got to be able to cover. I've seen him do that as well. He walked on campus in Morgantown as a true freshman, had over 100 tackles, led the nation with five interceptions this year when he got hurt. Excellent pick by my Raiders. It's Raiders, Berman. It's not Raiders. Raiders. (laughs) Jihad Ward, need I say more? Defensive end, Michigan State. Beast, 27 sacks for the Michigan State Spartans, along with his good buddy, (laughs) Shalik Calhoun, linebacker. This kid is another beast and also a defensive guy we're going to need as far as depth. Look, man, we got a defensive line that are beasts. We have an offensive line, which I'll talk about on our next show, which are big-time beasts. But, you know, with Mario Edwards back from his neck injury, if he can continue to play with Ward, with Harris, Bruce Almighty, and Khalil, we will have a defensive front that will be one of the top three in the NFL. There's no doubt in my mind. We're coming. Get ready because you're going to get some blood on you, folks, and it's not going to be ours. And that is all I have to say about that. Not really. One more thing. Vaughn Miller is not going to sign his, his franchise tag. He's already said it. He's rumbling. The whole team in Denver is shaking and shivering. They're coming down, folks. They're coming down hard. And I love it. All right, Reddit Nation, it's time for the Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. I know, you've been throwing bones to an empty phone. That's over, partner. Get your bones in there because the season is going to be starting up sooner than you think. All right, who's on the Bone Line for this show? And our first caller, a familiar voice, haven't heard him in a while, the Desert Raider. Raider Sid, 
Hotter than hell out there. Believe me, bro. I know it. What's up? What up, Raider Nation? Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. First round of the draft is over. And we got Carl Joseph. At first, I was like, what the fuck? Who, he, he didn't even play. Who is this kid? Son of a bitch. You need to go see this kid's film. His tape is off the fucking charts. I swear to God, I haven't seen someone hit like that in a while. If Barry Sanders played defense, he'd be Carl Joseph. I'm not playing. This kid is no joke. If he comes back healthy, we have got ourselves a fucking defense. Reggie McKenzie, man, you got some fucking balls, let me tell you. You know, we may have been able to get this kid later or trade back. Who knows? But we got him now. And I'm not, I'm not, I swear to God, take a look at his take. Go on to YouTube, check him out. He is fierce. I mean, he is pounding the shit out of people. And he's a wee fella. Oh, man. Carl Joseph, man. Remember that name. He's going to come up big. Right on, man. Raider Nation, let's fucking do this. Raider Randy, Raider Greg, thank you very much for the podcast. It's freaking awesome. Can't, cannot wait till the season starts, man. You know, I know people are talking about Vegas, and that's starting to get some steam, but let's keep them in Oakland if we can. If not, Vegas is good enough for me. Let's go. Wherever the Raiders play, I'm going to go see them, okay? Just whatever you do, make the parking lot so we can party, all right? All right, Raider Nation. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. I am out! Yet another great take from the man, the Desert Raider. Yeah, man, Carl Joseph is like Ronnie Lott Mini. He can hit you hard, and he hits surprisingly hard because you can see if you see him hit somebody... And they get hit, they're like, wait a minute, what happened? I just got rolled by this guy? <laughs> if he can stay healthy and he can keep pounding away, we definitely have a safety worth talking about. You might as well have a young Charles. He's small, but he's mighty, and it could turn out good for the Raiders. Incidentally, they're talking about DJ Hayden coming back because, well, this is his last chance, bro, as you, I, and everybody would agree. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, the Disciple Raider. Calling from Orange County, man. He set me straight. You know, I knew he would. There's a lot of you guys that are pissed. I know. Hey, man, it's life. Doing my best to get on out here. Let's continue, shall we? What's up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. God damn it, man. Come on, man. Goddamn Disciple Raider out here in Orange County, man. Hey man, let's get on the let's talk about the draft and some other bullshit, man. Let's get it going, man. Get the podcast podcast cracking, man. Fucking okay, uh, bonfire coming up June eighteenth at Huntington Beach, man. Come on, guys, man. I got some shit to talk about. So is the rest of the nation. What are you guys doing, man? We need an invitation. Get this shit rolling, man. I'm out late. A perfect call. A perfect statement. Of course, you know I understand that. We got shit to talk about. Yes, the bonfire came and. There's a lot that's going on this summer. Uh, the Raider Nation does not hold down uh, nothing. We, we continue throughout the season, after the season, part of the season, through the season, and way after uh, in the summer. So it's cool to see the Raider Nation getting together. And, and it's, it's a cool thing because, hey, listen, man, you know the nation. I don't need to say it. Thanks for the kick in the ass. And our next caller, very good brother, the Raider. Junkie is up in the house, bro. What's up? I know it's been a long time. Come on now. Give a brother a break. Because <laughs> I sure as hell took one. But what, man, I tell you, it's good to hear all your voices, man, making me smile like a mofo, let me tell you right now. What is up, Junkie Man? Raider Craig, Raider Randy, where in the fuck have you guys been? God Yes, you guys need to get on here more, man. I'm the Raider Junkie. 
I need my fix of you guys. It's been way too long. I'm fucking jonesing right now, bro. Come on, man. Help me out here, bro. You got to get another podcast out, man. But, hey, I'm just calling in here. We just got the draft done here. And, um, you know, I think the Raiders did okay. You know what? That might not be a class like when we had uh, Khalil Mack and Derek Carr and Gabe Jackson. But, you know what? Let's just see what happens here. I mean, I don't even want to give it a grade. But uh, let's see how Carl Joseph uh, pans out. You know, uh, he filled in a need that we need a safety big-time hitter and stuff. So, uh Hopefully his knee's okay and uh, he's ready to go, which uh, so far is what we heard is that he's, he can't wait to minicamp for the rookie camp, I mean. So let, let's see what happened at that. And I also noticed that we drafted two defensive ends. That's cool. We were going, we went all defense right away, you know, and uh, I can understand it. We're not sure about Molly Edwards and, you know, Alden you know, Smith, you know, we really don't know, you know, when we come back, maybe late. November, do we want them back? I don't know. I guess we we're going to have them back, but at least we got two rookies coming in here. So that looks all right, you know. So as far as that, that looked that look good to pick so far. And I, I want to see this kid, how he does from uh, the running back that we drafted too, uh, Washington, DeAndre Washington from Texas Tech. You know, I saw a couple of games, but uh, I never really got to really notice him too. I was watching some of these guys put on uh, YouTube the highlights fast, even though he's a little small, but he's quick. He might be coming like coming like Maurice Jones, you know, a little ball but looks a little lighter, but can uh, looks like they have the strength to break break the first guy miss and you know maybe take it to the house. You just never know. So uh, I like that we got a running back there in the later rounds, which uh, I was hoping, you know, don't want to waste one in the early round. But we didn't do too bad, and you know it's a good thing too. Too in the later rounds, we picked up that guard Alexander from LSU. That's good to have. So you know what, we split it up pretty much. You know, four defensive, three offensive. I think it was a good pick. Let's see how it pans out. I really can't say anything, but uh, we have to put our trust in Reggie, and hopefully uh, some of these ones pan out. You know, not all of them are going to be a hit. So uh, let's see what happens. But other than that, Raider Nation, I can't wait. To the fucking kickoff, right? Even preseason. I'm trying to get tickets. I'm going to be out there hopefully at the first preseason game, which is the third uh, game for the Raiders. Hopefully, uh, who they play? Uh, God, dog, I, right now it just slipped my mind who they're playing on that, on the third game. But anyway, that's the game I want to make. Hopefully, I'll be there. So will you. So, Raider Great. Get the fucking podcast going, man. I'm fucking Joseph, brother. Help me out, man. God dang, man. I can't take it no more. So Raider Nation, you know what? I'll take you guys all out. See you in July down at uh, Boca Chica, hopefully for the bonfire. You can make it, Raider Gray, Raider Randy, you Raider Nation. I'll see you then. To everybody in Raider Nation, peace out. It feels good to be missed, brother. You know, it really does. Uh, you know, I understand that I left a little hole in people's day, but, you know, hey, I like doing what I do, and I'm I'm here back doing it, so let's get this season started. By the way, that's the 27th of August. We're playing the Tennessee Titans at home, 5 o'clock. Get there. You know, the preseason is going to be all business this year. Trust me, there is no game that we're going to take off and observe this and that. The Raiders will start early and play often and show who they are from the very beginning. Trust me, that you can put your money on. Thanks for the call, bro. And, of course, again, a kick in the ass. And our next color is the stoned radar. From San Diego, what is popping down there, man? It's a beautiful city, except for the Charger fans. What's up? What up, Raider Nation? This is a stoned Raider calling from San Diego. Shout out to everyone repping the Raider Nation down here. Hey, it's our season. We're going to do it. I'm happy with the draft. I'm happy with the, with the free agent signing. Let's do it. Raider Nation. Peace. A call was short and sweet, but mostly sweet because he's got it right. He's not going to have to say anything to his San Diego compadres down there 
in Southern California. He's not going to say nothing but wait and see, brother. We're bringing it, and you know we are, and you know what's going to happen, and we don't even have to talk about it. That's the way the conversation's going down. <laughs> San Diego has not got a prayer, I don't believe, in this division this year. Thank goodness uh, they're in transition as well. Uh, Rivers and all those guys. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. And our next caller from Steamy Hot, not even Steamy, just Dry Hot, just Damn Hot, Arizona. Raider Malik is in the house. I love this guy. Very cerebral. Always brings it. What's up, bro? Raider Gray, Raider Randy. This is Raider Malik from Tucson. Long time. Glad to see the podcast is back. I've uh, been waiting intently like everyone else, I'm sure. Uh, I know that life happens, so uh, no worries. Just, uh, we really appreciate when you have the time to do this, so just keep on rolling, baby. Uh, calling a few days after the draft. Just wanted to get in my say. Um, first of all, it's free agency. Yes, really excited about the free agency. Love the Bruce Irvin edition. I like Reggie Nelson. I love the fact we stole Sean Smith from Kansas City. You know, they can just kiss it as far as I'm concerned. Um, I love those additions. I also love the fact that in the draft we picked up Carl Joseph, you know, a real hard hitter. Understanding he was actually coming off an ACL injury. Hopefully he's healthy. Um, I don't want to have to deal with another DJ Hayden situation, uh, worrying about someone's health and um, really just waiting for them to blossom. So I'm hoping he's healthy, and if he does, he's really going to bring some uh, some force to that, that backfield in the secondary. Uh, DJ Hayden, is he still playing or not? Uh, I noticed he didn't, didn't get a quarterback in a draft, which was an immediate need. Uh, we did get a running back uh, to back up Latavius Murray. Uh, I don't know really much about that backup as far as uh, what he can do. I had never really heard of him. Uh, hopefully he turns out to be something special. Um, I'm still believing in Taiwan Jones if he can – stay healthy and Musgrave decides to get in the fucking ball, maybe we'll see him utilize his speed and get some, you know, some big plays. Um, I feel like uh, sometimes the offense is kind of lacking spontaneity and, uh, you know, they're kind of predictable, so I'm hoping things definitely change this year. But I'm really fucking excited about this team. I'm really looking forward to this defense putting pain on motherfuckers. Uh, I mean, Khalil's back. Um, you know, the couple guys we got in the draft, I think it was Calhoun and Actually, can't think of the other guy right now. It kind of escapes me. But um, I'm excited, man. I mean, we're going to be putting some pressure on the quarterback, which is really a, a major concern because if you're not pressure on the quarterback, your secondary is going to be shit no matter what. So that really is the number one issue. we got to get pressure on that quarterback. we got to make plays on that line. And our offensive line is, is being touted as one of the best in the NFL, which is fuck, fucking phenomenal. I mean, it's really funny to see – how many of these analysts have just started to jump on the bandwagon and really start to talk about the Raiders. So it feels really fucking good. All I got to do is just say there's no more room on the bandwagon, people. If you weren't here before, then get the fuck out. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. The only thing I like about the draft, uh, actually two things. I really wish we had grabbed Scooby Wright uh, from out here in Tucson. I mean, the guys, I understand his combine numbers were all that great, but the guy, just, he just makes plays. He has a nose for the ball. And the guy won, the, I think it was the Buckets Award and the Gursky Award and something else. When the guy's doing that, man, I don't care what the combine says. This guy's got some kind of talent. You know, him going to Cleveland, I think that having him on the team would have been great to solidify some of the really shitty tackling that we've been dealing with on this team for years. Um, I really want him to come in. I don't understand the Connor Cook pick. I understand that they need a backup for Derek Carr. I get all of that. But to take him that high and to give up those picks to get him, just for a guy to, to be a backup, it just was kind of befuddling to me. Some of could have gotten guys later in the draft and then just as happy. But um, hopefully, you know, Reggie knows what he's doing. I'm, I'm going to believe in Reggie. Uh, I know there are a lot of doubters in the past, but the guy has a good track record, and I'm fucking rolling with, you know, I'm ready till I die. So I am excited about this year. We're going to win the fucking division. We're going to shock the fucking world. And we are back, baby. Raider Nation! All right. Really good to talk to you. Have a good one. Peace. Like I said, very cerebral. Guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. And true. 
I think Jones is our secret weapon because before he got hurt, you remember, he was blowing people up. We had some crazy plays. Talk about surprise plays. Jones was like a, a crazy playmaker till he got hurt. So I'm hoping they can bring him back as well. I like to see this Washington kid produce a little bit. I do love what we picked up in the offseason. I love taking uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Anything time we can rip them off, I love seeing that. Plus, he seems like he likes the team a lot. I think that's important. Uh, Reggie's doing a good job for sure. I think the Connor Cook pickup was for later on. You know, the Green Bay Packers use those quarterbacks as trade bait during um, draft time. So even though Cook might not even throw a ball for the Raiders ever, the fact that he's been picked is so high and they paid such a price for him, there's a value to him that in certain aspects and certain teams that are desperate, they would take a chance on a guy like him and give up some draft picks and uh, give us some traction on different players, maybe a trade. So that's why Cook pick was important. I thought the same thing, but the more I thought about it, really smart move for down the road for future picks. I think that's going to pay off big time. Sorry it's taking me so long, brother. You also kicked me in the ass. And all deservedly so. Let me tell you, I'm taking it like a man. <laughs> yes, and frick indeed. I can't wait for this fucking season to start. We're going to kick some fucking ass. And the fear is back for Oakland, baby. We are going to be feared throughout the league. Trust me. And that Coliseum is going to rage on Sunday. Great call, bro. Thank you. And next, from beautiful Tacoma, Washington, Raider John's in the house. What's up, John? Hey, this is John, Raider John from Tacoma, Washington, formerly from Monrovia, California. However, I am now a current season ticket holder. Oh, my God. I called in, asked for tickets, they had some for the 250 or whatever it was. They were gone. Then it was 700 bucks. They were gone. I waited a couple of days. And then uh, 1500 they were gone. I ended up having to spend $2,000-something. There was only 500 seats left, and that was back in January, March, uh, in March or something. So I know it's all sold out, so we're going to pack the house and uh, give everyone a hell, a hell of a uh, home uh, home welcoming when they, when uh, opposing teams come in. Um, and I'm going to be in Section 247, Seats 1 and 2, Row 3. So hopefully I'll see you there, Raider Greg. However, what I want to say is it looks like we are not doing all the splashy things that everyone wants, but it looks like we're still, still staying steady. Looks like we addressed most of our needs in free agency. What we didn't address is the middle linebacker, but I guess Michael Smith is going to have to play there. Um, I love Joseph. As long as his knee holds up, I mean, we have to be the, the best player in the draft. That guy, every single play, when you see his highlights, he is just crushing people. Um, the guy Ward, I know a lot of people don't know who that is. I guess he, he has some of the same traits as our Kimbiti. <clears throat> However, he's just raw, and maybe that's what you know you like. I, uh, what, with my employees, I like to have raw people, and I like to train them the way I want to have them. So we just got a big, big old raw piece of meat ready to train, and you know you got Jack Del Rio and Ken Norton there, and um, also I guess our defensive line coach is pretty good especially with us not knowing what's going on with Edwards. Um, I like Calhoun. Uh, it's a great thing that we went uh, went up and got a quarterback. If you got a second-round grade on a quarterback, um, I guess Cook, we probably had a higher grade on Cook than we did on Derek Carr. And, I mean, you got Derek Carr coming up in two years as a free agent. You need a great backup. And um, we're going to save a whole bunch of money because Matt McGoin might um, command quite a bit of money on a free agent market. We won't know. But that's it, the running back, he's a solid guy, a little smaller, but I guess we do need a third-round back. And, uh, I mean, most of the positions are there. It's going to be a lot of competition. I wonder if Keith McGill is ever going to do anything. Um, and, and that's it. I'm just really excited about the season. Too bad your season tickets, they don't give me a, a ticket down in Mexico. But, uh, Raider Greg, I'll see you down there. Anybody else, hopefully we'll see you guys down there. Uh, we're looking for a big year, anything under um, – under 9-7 will be a great disappointment, um, but I'm looking for us to shock the world. Um, it's going to be really hard for us to get down there. I mean, every single day. I got a free ticket for someone. If they want to pay for my flight here, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, if anyone else in Seattle want to do that, 
call me two five three six zero six nine four eight zero and I only have two games taken and that's the Carolina game and the um and the first game. So hopefully we can go down there. Guys come join me and I'll see you at the games. Bye. Go Raiders. Check out that man. Nice setup. Nice way you you laid it out for the team. I like the Washington pick as well. And, uh, yeah, I wonder, Keith McGill, man, that's a name you haven't heard very much of since we got him. Who knows where he is in the pecking order, man, because they ain't, they ain't messing around this year. They ain't playing. you got to be either good or you're gone. I think the Raiders are going to be pretty stacked up with talent. I like it. I do think we're going to shock everybody. And the bandwagon is definitely full. And the fact that the stadium is sold out, and look where you bought tickets, that is is amazing mainstream media is catching up yeah they're starting to talk raiders all over the place yeah now they are and like uh like raider malik said if you weren't here from the beginning whatever but i know raider nation has been here from the beginning and it doesn't matter hey man bandwagon or not raider nation's in the house and when that house is rocking let me tell you you know that too john it can be in freaking sane Thanks for the call, bro. And next, from the beautiful city of Pomona, California, the Pomona Arena. What's up, brother? What up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? What's cracking, man? This is your Pomona Raider. Hey, what's up, man? You guys been missing for a minute. I even got messed up on Stitcher because it said there was a new episode, and I listened to the whole thing. And it was from freaking March, bro. All right, man, you guys got to step up your game. I know uh, something went wrong or whether your health or, or something's going on. So, you know, my apologies. So hopefully things get right, like you said, the last podcast, and you guys come back. With that being said, let's talk about a few of our moves since free agency, our draft. Love the Carl Joseph pick. Man, I think our defense is going to be fucking scary, bro. Fucking scary. We got like five legitimate pass rushers. One thing I, I wish we would have done was get a running back. So let's see what DeAndre does. But, um, you know, I mean, hey, if you look at the class next next year, there's a good four to five top-end running backs. So I think that's what Reggie's always looking ahead. I think he said, why waste a pick on somebody that's going to fucking wash out? Let's get some pass rushers. Next year, we'll tackle the, the running back you know, situation. So, hey, you know, let's see what happens. I hope Connor Cook lights it up in the preseason. And then somebody starts calling because someone blows their knee out and they need a quarterback and they start saying, you know what, we'll give you a first-round pick. Or, hey, you know what, we'll give you Sammy Watkins because um, homeboy that's over there playing quarterback can't play quarterback. And I like him, but he, he ain't, he ain't what, you know, what's the name one. So let's see what happens. Let's see how everything plays out. Can't wait for the season. Um, already fucking looking to get my tickets for San Diego and Oakland, um, you know, down here in San Diego because uh, I'm out here. But, um, man, hope you guys wish you the best. I was on the forum, taking a look at it. A lot of, not negativity, but, you know, I know that a lot of people don't post on there, but it doesn't mean that we don't listen. All right? So, please, do your guys' thing. Get back on here. You know, spit some knowledge. Spit some some of your, your insight. And, uh, man, we miss you, brothers. All right? So, you know, I'll come back to us. All right? Later. Well, first off, thanks for the love, brother. I appreciate it. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this to happen, and they're going to be pissed or maybe not listen. I don't know. I do know this. I do love the Raiders. I love the Raider Nation podcast. I love doing it. I just got in a funk. You heard me. You know why. The top three reasons. (laughs) Along with life, man. Shit happens, bro. We're doing our best out here. Randy and I, uh, we're doing the best we can do. Whatever. But we're here. We're fans. I'm still a season ticket holder, and so is he. So uh, we're holding it up. Trust me. So thank you for the call, the inspiration, and the love, man, and the understanding, which is uh, really all I need, actually. So uh, let's move on because I'm telling you, you guys feel it. I feel it. Mainstream knows it. Uh, We're coming, baby, and we are going to be dangerous, babe. And next, one of my favorite listeners and callers, the Pennsylvania Raider. And his lovely daughter, Raiderette Izzy, is up in the house. 
What's up over there in the east, bro? What's up, Nation? This is Pennsylvania Raider, along here with my daughter, Izzy Raider. Uh, say hi, Izzy. Hi. Say, say, go Raiders. Go Raiders. All right, there it is. Uh, just calling to wish all of you out there in the nation a happy 4th of July and also a happy birthday to Al Davis. I know he's looking down on us from above. Happy birthday, Al Davis. Happy 4th of July. Two great holidays rolled into one. Can't wait for the season to start. Let's win that AFC West this year. What do we say? And even the championship. Pennsylvania Raider, I'm out. Thanks for the call, brother. You know, the Pennsylvania Raiders been on for a long time. One of the original callers, actually. And uh, Izzy's just starting. Raider Nation is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, when they, people say bandwagon, yeah, there's those people who just come on for the winning, and then as soon as we start doing bad, they just leave and never come back. We know those guys. And we know the people who have been there through thick and thin. It really doesn't matter because we're all Raider Nation, and when we're all screaming at the Coliseum, man, it is a freaking blast. It is amazing. Hopefully I'll see you sometime soon, my brother and Raiderette Izzy. Thanks for the call. And next to first-time caller, Raider Bones from Burton County, New Jersey. What is happening, brother? How's the Raider Nation in New Jersey, man? What's up? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Raider Bones from Burton County, New Jersey. First-time caller. Just calling in, looking for the podcast. Well, we nailed the draft. We got to stick with Reggie. He's got a... Got a big plan going on, so I guess we got to stay in Oakland, too, but we'll see what happens. It's a long story. Got to win the first four games of the season, and we got to come out of the gate. We got to win at least three or four games of the first four. Um, we got that eight-man D-line rotation. I don't know where Max coming from. They're not going to know where Irvin's coming from. We'll get Alvin Smith back. We got that new secondary. Made a lot of moves. I hope this draft pick blows it up. And hits people like they say he's going to do. ACDC year two. Craziest staff in football. Del Rio, Norton, everybody. So got Tice on the line, Rod Woodson, everybody. And we'll see what we can do. We just got to win, baby. Make the playoffs this year. Go Raiders. I do believe the rest of the Raider Nation feels exactly the same way. We can feel it, man. We've been through this before. This has a different feeling, different taste. I think we're going to do some big things. First thing I look for is the fear in the enemy, the other team. It is going to be freaking priceless, bro. Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller, one of the most passionate Raider fans I know. Uh, He's like the Clark Kent of Raider fans. You never know, but he comes unclued. My good brother Raider Steve from Vegas. He's a good dude, man. What is up, Steve? What is happening? I know things are happening in Vegas. Tell us. Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Long time no speak. Looking forward to the season. Uh, I think we got a shot this year. Of course, I say that every year, but I really believe it this year, and I say that every year, too. Uh, Anyway, you know, I work in the gaming industry, and yesterday I heard some interesting stuff go down in a meeting. They were talking about, so, you know, the Fakita brothers here, they own the UFC, and it got leaked that they were going to sell it. Then they came back and said, oh, that's not true. But I heard in the meeting yesterday, it is true. They're going to sell for like $4.2 billion. They're going to sell the uh, UFC. Anyway, I heard the reason they're going to do that is they're going to try and buy the Raiders So uh, from Mark Davis. And if they can't buy it, they definitely want to be partners. And if they can't be partners then the Vegas deal might fall apart. So I, I think at least this is what I heard in this meeting, and the guys talking in this meeting would know. So uh, it's very possible that the Fakitas are going to try and buy the Raiders. Now, I don't know if Mark Davis would sell, um, but, you know, he, he doesn't have that kind of money. I don't know. Actually, I prefer he didn't sell. I, I mean, I, I like Mark Davis, and I like the way the direction the organization is going. Anyway, uh, that's just my two cents. Um, I heard that yesterday in a meeting. We'll see what happens. It would not surprise me at all 
they've got the pockets to do it. You know, that's a total Vegas thing to do. Anyway, um, looking forward to the season, and I'll call you soon. Later. Well, there you have it, directly from the frickin' source. Man, that's an eye-opener if I've ever heard one. I don't know if that'd be a good thing or a bad thing. He seems to know these guys. It sounds like it's a bad thing. Oh, come on on back, Steve. Let us know the details of that kind of bad shit. Even though I don't like the way Mark's handling himself, uh, really is. I really am particular. I think we're all a bit particular about who owns our Raiders. That is for sure. Thanks, Steve, man. It's always good to hear your voice. Looking forward to seeing you, bro. Well, Raider Nation, that is it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. I want to thank you all for still hanging in there and looking for me, seeing me pop up, hopefully not cussing me out too much. It's all good, man. Trust me, I understand. We're here this season. We're doing it. We have to cover this team. No matter that Raiders aren't giving us the access that we we think we deserve, of course we do because we've been covering these guys. And now that they're all fancy and they got all the reporters and all mainstream medias loading up the bucket there's no room for us guys that have been here from the beginning which is cool and i understand it because that's the way things go evidently i expected a little bit more from the raiders before i end this show however i want to send out a special thanks and condolences to a brother that we have lost uh, raider ron uh, the raider general uh, you've probably seen all that stuff on facebook and you know, you even might have heard as one of his rants at one of these games. You know, he had a speech for each game, I remember. He traveled the nation watching the Raiders. He was a hell of a Raider fan, no doubt, and a good guy. He's going to be sorely missed at the tailgates. There's something missing there when Ron is missing. When he's been going through this sickness, you know, a cancer really does suck. And the fact that he's now in peace and, in, and not in pain... Leaves some, con- some, you know, level of comfort to those who understand what pain really is. Raider Ron, God bless you, bro. Rest in peace. Hey, man, there's a lot of people all over the country and the world, by the way, that have been introduced to the Raiders and the good side of the Raiders from you, bro. So with that, thank you, Raider Nation, from the bottom of Randy and my hearts. Uh, what can I say? Let's just keep doing this and move on through the season. Because, man, oh, man, better hold on to your seat. Because, boy, (laughs) it's going to get freaking crazy up in that Coliseum. I am Raider Greg, and I'm freaking out.